they'll understand how good the shows that you pick out are. So this is your B-side list. T's B-side list? T's list? TV list? Tuberculosis. Welcome to What Should I Watch? A podcast to learn about interesting and inspiring Korean TV shows, aka Korean dramas. I'm your host, T, and every week I help a guest with what to watch next. How many episodes you mentioned, Jude Law? It's definitely more than one, but what's the number? That's what I want to know. So if you, uh, if you know that, or if you've listened and you've heard her do it, then please send that information in. Yeah, if you send me an email, I will send you a customized personal thank you gift. Hello everyone, I'm your host T. Welcome to What Should I Watch? And I'm joined by my host, my co-host. Grant, I'm here, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me again today. If you're tuning in for the first time, welcome. This is a special episode. It's one year anniversary of 50. Oh my God, I was going to say 20 something. <laughs> one year anniversary, which is 52nd episode. 52nd. Can you imagine doing it for 20 years? Every week? There's a really famous Korean DJ. Yeah. He's been doing it since, I think, 1989 or 1990 or something like that. Podcast or G- DJ? No, it's a radio. Oh, radio show. Radio yeah. show, but it's national radio show. Um, he said he gets one week or two week of vacation. Probably one week. Korea doesn't really give that long of a break. And that's like every day, though, too, right? So every day. And yeah, he's never amazing. late, he said. That's what he's most proud of. Doing it every day for over 30 years. Yeah, that's a huge live. difference. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the podcast people only do it once a week, so. Yeah, the, all and those you can radio... edit a lot out of the, yeah. what you say. So. Yeah, it's not live. All those radio guys have been doing it for years. It does take a special kind of person to do that. Yep. So congratulations, though. 52. That's no small feat. How do you feel? You feel good about 52? Uh, yeah. So we have something special today? Yes, but before we go into what we're going to talk about today, I have a special announcement. So, in celebration of one year anniversary, I'm going to take some time off to make my podcast better. Mm. And also, this will be my one year anniversary vacation. (laughs) You're allowed to take a vacation. Right? Yeah. Well, you know, speaking of those radio show DJs, you know, it's a lot to be there every single day, but they have their writers, they yeah. have their producers, engineers, so, you know, th- they get some help. Yeah. But I'm my own producer, writer, engineer, and everything, so it's a lot. It's a lot of work going into making one episode times 52 weeks doing this. So I'm going to take some time off, hopefully not too long, and just kind of, you know, get some feedbacks and think about how I can make this better. 
uh, more fun and more, I don't know, just more information packed. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds great. So, yeah, just a heads up. Don't well, miss me too much. It's not great, yeah, because we don't get to see you for a week or, or however long it is, but um, it's good for you. I think everybody will understand. Yeah. And hopefully when I come back, it's going to be a lot better. So that'll be number 53. Right. Or season two. Or season two, yeah. I've noticed some podcasts say like season one and season yeah, two. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I do see that too. I think so that's we'll helpful. See. We'll see. Hopefully season two is better. Well, thanks for having me. And maybe me. season two will start with three-digit subscribers. Oh, I like the sound of that. Having I... said that, if you have not subscribed to my show, please hit subscribe. I'm not asking for money. I'm not asking for any other types of support. Just hitting that one button means a lot to me. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me on your special episode. I appreciate it. I also need to um, find something new to watch, so... Yeah, I'm winding down. I, I'm in the middle of the last episode of Reply 88. Uh, it's like I don't want to finish it. Also, the last few episodes, it's like really long. Right? Yeah, they are. They're like two hours. Yeah, it's that's really... how the hospital playlist is too. Oh, my gosh. But I, I don't know. Like To me, it doesn't feel that long. No, it's the, but... it's just like you don't want it to end. So it's like, oh, I'll just watch half. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm just going to turn it off. Yeah. But that other show, too, that I watched fully with you that you recommended. Anna? Yeah, that went really quick, and that was, like, amazing. So I kind of wanted something like that again, you know? But um, I don't know. I'm, I'm open to something new and different. So it's exciting. So that's good. You just brought up a couple different dramas that have all different styles. Yeah. And that's what I want to do today hmm. as a special episode. So different styles, different dramas. Yes, more so than one. I'm going to talk about more, a lot more than one drama today. And basically, we're going to talk about at least twelve shows. Whoa! And they are going to be sort of a, a B-side, <laughs> B-side <laughs> compilation. B-side to the records. The so they're not the number one hits. Or like they're bootlegs. The, they're the uh, the other ones on the back of the record, but they're all individually very popular shows. They were just they're just B sides to me. Yeah. Do you understand the idea of a B side? Yeah, because like back in the day, LP, it's the back side, not the front side. So, you know, you have to flip the record. Yeah. And usually, those are not as popular or. Yeah, I mean, sort of like second best. It's an interesting idea. So. I guess back in the day, records were singles, mostly. Yeah. So you have a hit single, and you put that on the A side. However, when you sell the record, it was like, oh, well, let's just put another song on the back. That way they get two for one, right? But the B side was never as good as the A side, or, right. or that was the idea. But to me, it's like you're getting two songs. <laughs> it, you're always getting two songs, even if you buy the hit, you know? Do you think people maybe didn't listen to the backside? Well, you know, I don't know. Like, it's funny because, like, I didn't grow up like with that mentality, so I get where it comes from. But to me, it doesn't have that same kind of meaning. I mean, when I listen to it like a cassette tape, I listen to both sides. You know? Yeah, same here. Or like a Even CD. Even when it was CD, I yeah. always I I never skipped track because right. I just 
you want my little respect yeah you want to hear artist. how it sounds yeah and even if you have a single the fact that you can flip it over and listen to another song i mean i'm sure they listen to it so i think it's just like a probably record companies just thinking uh, it's a it's a b-side but then you know you see those compilations of b-sides rare tracks and all right. that stuff so it's interesting. i don't know i mean people they don't feel like flipping it when the track ended. <laughs> yeah there's like oh well, like, that was okay, good that was good or let me let me listen to or that like, one again just let me move the needle again <laughs> and, instead of flipping it maybe that was too much work i don't that, know i didn't live through that era right so. that was the lazy thing now it's like um i don't want to get up to get the remote right where back then it was like i don't want to get up to flip you know the like the over. other day i was thinking I had to go get my, well, I forgot what was, but anyway, I, I needed like keyboard, but I didn't want to get up, <laughs> which is like maybe like five steps right. from where I was sitting. So I was thinking like, maybe there's an app on the phone that works as a keyboard, Bluetooth keyboard. Right. So it's just the keyboard, you know? Right. So I was like, wow, that's just so lazy. So I got up. But anyway, so we have at least 12 dramas to go through. Wow. And let's say I'm trying to do this in an hour or so. So that's what, 12, 60 minutes divided by 12 five. is five minutes each. So you have a long way to go. But I've, I've gotten better. <laughs> you know, <laughs> You're faster. Speaking of, you know, what I think about what I've been doing. Um, yeah. One thing I can say is that I've gotten better in time management. That's good. Yeah, you're probably really aware of what an hour is. So what I'm going to do is it's the B-side, just in my book, not actual B-side. Um, and that's not because it's not popular or it's not fun. It's just because for whatever reasons, I didn't watch or I have not watched it. Hmm. But these are all really great shows. But I just didn't get to talk about it in the past 51 episodes. Wow. So you have seen these or haven't seen these? No, I have not seen these. Okay, gotcha. Have I seen these? Maybe some Maybe of I've them. seen a couple of them. Okay. So I gather information by viewer ratings, mm-hmm. um, which is a really important factor in Korea. Because right. uh, as I mentioned in previous episode, a lot of Korean households still has regular TV. Yeah. And it's because it's really not that expensive to have TV and cable and all that together, internet. So it's guaranteed. Like People say, like, oh, yeah, I have TV. Like, meaning, like, not just the equipment TV, but, Mm -hmm. like, you get the reception TV, right? Yeah. So, viewer rating is still a very important factor in Korean dramas, whether it's popular, well-received, or not. So, I looked at the viewer rating, and I also looked at um, Korean, both Korean and international um, online communities, how how, um, the show was perceived, or whether it was viral or not, or it was just viral, but there was nothing actually good in it. Right. You know, some shows, like, people talk about it all the time, but then, like, when you actually watch it, when the first episode comes out, like, yeah, what? (laughs) So I took all that into consideration. But then, of course, this is my very subjective opinion and recommendation. So I'm not saying this is a list from anywhere official, but it is pretty official. Well, let's just say that it's your official list. Yes. Because it's been 52 episodes. You now are considered somewhat of an expert. Yeah. And if people listen to your shows, they'll understand, you know, how good the shows that you pick out are. So this is your B-side list. T's B-side list? T's list? I don't know. You have to think of a better name. TV list? 
Anyway, I categorize them into 12 genres, and that's because apparently, if you go to school for film, you learn about 13 genres. I don't know. I, I didn't go to school for the 13 genres. I guess mm. that's general of film, like categories of film. Cool. So they say 13 genres. So you've got one but, for each. Yeah, but that also includes Western. But creatures are not gonna have any Western. <laughs> so <laughs> instead of Western, I put historic. Okay. Somewhat similar. So some kind of historic shows, and. One of the 13 genres is adventure. Nice. But it's kind of difficult to have adventure TV shows. Yeah. So I excluded adventure. So it's 12. So 12 list of Korean shows. Not 12 days of Christmas. You know, that um, that Alhambra show was kind of like an adventure. Oh, it is? Yeah. Oh, that my God. One of the... One of the few, though, that are like wow, that. Wow, it is. But that could also be fantasy. It could. Yeah. I but it is say, adventure. It usually crosses yeah. into fantasy. That that movie, uh, that, sorry, that show with the hotel, that was like fantasy. With the hotel. I think it has IU in it. She's hotel like the hotel. Hotel de Luna. Movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantasy, but also kind of adventure. Okay, so here we go. The first genre, adventure, Hotel de Luna, and Memory of Alhambra. Yeah, there you go. Is that the official title? I think it's close it to that. It has a Memory of... Memories of Alhambra? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's On it. Netflix. I hopefully still is. Yeah. So, yeah, actually those are really good. I didn't finish Hotel de Luna because... I didn't either. After, like, first episode, not even, like... I, yeah, I couldn't finish the first episode. It was, like, ghost and stuff, so I couldn't watch it. But it was very, very popular. I almost put that on my list. But yeah, uh, if you're into adventure style, check out The Memories of Alhambra. Really interesting stuff. Um, and Hotel de Luna. Okay, so I guess that's the first one. We do have 13 genres then. Yay! The next one, action. So there are a lot of action shows, surprisingly. It wasn't the case when I was growing up. Because... When you think about action shows, it costs a lot of money. Yeah. You have to have stunt right. guys and then maybe like some CGs and, you know. Yeah. So action stuff wasn't like really big, although well, just, people liked it. Just filming and location. Yeah, right. it's tough. Just everything. So action wasn't really a big one or well done necessarily, but now there's so many. And I think the first action show that I watched and was really impressed, not just because of action, but also stories and everything. Yeah. It's called Bad Guys. Nice. I know the title is kind of generic, but... <laughs> <laughs> the second... they It was so good. They made second season in 2014 and 2017. And like I mentioned in the, um, the reply series, you know, this whole seasonal show that concept was like rare yeah um still but even then like 2014 10 years ago but yeah bad guys they made bad guys it's uh, basically catching the bad guys with bad guys so Mm. cops really is one of the most some of the most notorious criminals yes so they can and then they collaborate together to catch the bad guys and the story was really good acting was awesome was well really really well received so they made the second season in 2017 the first season you'll have to dig the dark route but the second <laughs> season is on netflix 
I personally like the first season better, but yeah. um, if you didn't watch the first season, you can still watch the second season. Yeah, I think it's got a subtitle. I on think it, it says Vile City. Yeah. Bad Guys Vile City. So it kind of, uh, I don't know how much it picks up. Like, you definitely can probably watch. I think I started that one because you told me the first one was good and uh, it wasn't available. So I started that when it popped up. And yeah, it was good. I think I watched three or four episodes. And I have another one for the action genre. It's called My Name. My Name? Mm-hmm. Okay. This one came out just two years ago in 2021. Nice. Um, it has Han So-hee, who's really, really pretty and really famous internationally. It, this is like kind of suspenseful action. So she kind of becomes this undercover cop, but not like undercover cop working for the... Um, what do you call Cops. it? Working for the gangs. Mm-hmm. She's she's a, she's in a gang, but she fakes herself to, to become, become a, a cop. cop. Oh, nice. She actually become a cop. Like she goes to the training and everything, but she's actually working for the gang. But that's like the departed. But also the reason that she's working for the gang is uh-huh. has something to do with her past. Right. And she's also chasing her dad's death, mysterious death. Okay. So it's kind of like there are a lot of action. Right. It could be a little brutal. Um. But yeah, you, while you're watching it, you don't know what's who going to on. believe. Right? Like, yeah, cool. nobody's nobody's friends, and everybody's so friendly. Everybody's working for the one purpose together, but you can't really trust anyone. Nice. I don't know. It's it's really uh, well written, and action is pretty good. And Han So Hee, she's you know her roles previously weren't anything like this. So seeing her doing all the action, action stuff was like stunts, pretty, yeah. yeah, cool. So, yeah, highly recommend those two. Bad Guys and My Name. There you go. That's the action. Action genre. That does kind of sound similar to Departed in a way. Or at least elements of it. But that was also based off of a Chinese um, thing called Internal Affairs, I think. Well, I don't know the the American English title, but yeah. So next up is Comedy. Yay, comedy. So when I picked the comedy, comedy can be so many different things. There's romantic comedy. There's, you know, different, like, just straight-up comedy. I really picked the straight-up comedy, not, like, romantic comedy or something pleasant. Because I can't think of too many straight-up comedy Korean shows that I've seen. So when I thought about comedy, the very first thing that came to my mind was something called Ex-Girlfriends Club. Okay. This came out in 2015. So I didn't start watching Korean dramas until about this time. Mm. And this was one of the first things I watched. Mm. Yeah, it was it was so good. Mm. You liked it. Yeah. But surprisingly, it didn't do well mm. as for the viewer ratings. But this is something that got popular later. Mm. So at the time, I think there was some other big shows that was airing. So everybody was watching that one. And... When this one came out, Ex-Girlfriend's Club, the actors in the show weren't, like, top A-list actors. Mm-hmm. But now, in retrospect, you can just see, like, a lot of big actors are in it. Right. The guy who plays the main... They're big now. Yeah, right. the main guy is the... Um, he was in Missing, he was in Mr. Sunshine. Mm-hmm. So he's really big now. Um, the girls in the show was big. One of the girls, she's been on Running Man, the mm-hmm. Korean game show, forever. So... It's basically this story of uh, this webtoon guy. He's sort of like 
you know, he's he's not a big name webtoon person, but you know, he wants to draw something, and then three of his ex girlfriends happen to get together. Oh. And it could be like a romantic comedy, but it's there are a lot of like comedic elements. Right. It's actually more comedy. So yeah, it's really fun. Um, well, you know, that's uh, what you're saying is that this show was basically ahead of its time. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That's definitely worth a watch. Yeah. I like I like going back at shows. It's like one of those shows where you say, oh, well, this famous actor got his start on this show. And you're like, oh, well, let me watch that show. And you see it and you're like, oh, wow, this is really good. And there's tons of other actors that came up on this right, show. Right, you know? right. So, yeah, I do recommend this one. Um, also, this is something that you can watch if you want some kind of romantic comedy, but more comedy. Mm. And the next comedy shows that I recommend is called Welcome to Waikiki. The good thing about this is that you don't Wait, have to... that one's on Netflix, right? The yeah. The ex- ex-girlfriend one? Ex-girlfriend, I don't think it's on Netflix. Okay. I thought I saw some. Maybe it was a different name. Maybe it used to be. But then Waikiki is, right? Waikiki is on yeah. Netflix. So it has two seasons. Uh, the first one came out in 2018. The second one came out, I think, 2019 or 2020. This is like straight up almost like comedy to the point like kind of stupid comedy yeah um also this one is somewhere between sitcom and korean drama it's not as short as sitcom you know how sitcoms are usually kind of short 30 minutes like yeah, yeah. this short. one is like still like 45 minutes or so so but it's it's pretty much like sitcom like a lot of like those stupid comedy stuff yeah quick stupid yeah and uh, some slapstick elements Good. also cool basically four guys um in hawaii no they're oh, okay. in the middle of seoul <laughs> okay. um their life is not going too well yeah. they're surviving and some of them want to be actors some of them want to be like writer and mm. all this stuff and so they don't have a normal job so they decide to open a bed and breakfast oh and they name it waikiki so welcome to waikiki <laughs> nice and then things happen it's yeah it's really fun it's it's really fun. Cool. Sounds sounds good. Um, I have one more for comedy. This one I actually just started watching it. Yeah. First couple of episodes, because my friend in Korea recommended me to watch this. She insisted that I have to watch this. All right, connections, Korean connections here. And it's called Work Later, Drink Now. Okay, Work Later, Drink Now. <laughs> that sounds like a comedy. The Korean title is. It's more impactful. Korean title is... Drink now, work later? No. um, Female alcoholics. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) Even better. (laughs) You know, I used to have really high tolerance for alcohol. And I used to drag my friend who's in Korea right now to, like, drink with me um, a lot. Mm. So, yeah. She recommended me to watch this. Basically, three girlfriends... um, I mean, alcoholics kind of has bad connotation, but right. these three girls, they can drink. They can drink all night Nice. until the bar closes at like 5 in the morning or so, and they go to work straight up, and um, it's their life. So one has, they all have different jobs and, you know, different types of career and right. their lifestyle and personality, and, you know, majority of drama kind of happens in the bar. Right. I mean, the bar is a nice name for where they're drinking. It's just kind of like... <laughs> 
Do they go to the same place pretty much every time? Yeah, so it's their place. So the owner knows on. it. Owner knows gotcha. even like customize their soju bottle. Right. However, they want to drink the soju bottle. So it's yeah, it's more like um, it's somewhere between sitcom drama. Um, I don't know. It's hard to put put this one. It's oh, you know what? It's also kind of like like a mockumentary. Yeah. You know, have you seen those shows? I mean, nowadays there are so many of those like dating shows. Yeah. Like people send them on island and they yeah. try to be like a couple, whatever. Yeah, and there's um, like cameras and stuff. Korea used to do that a lot. I'm yeah. kind of surprised that it's getting popular. The style is getting popular in America, but Korea used to do that a lot. Um, I think it's because Korea's, you know, like that whole setup culture is, you know, it's it's not weird for Koreans. Right. You know, like it's you just set normal. people up. You yeah, know? it's a part of it. Yeah. So Korea used to have a lot of the game shows like that. And so in this show work later drink now kind of copied the format a little bit yeah so it says something like um the girl a wants to drink more <laughs> but this guy joins and then like there's the action happening and you know, right it's i don't know it's really unique and pretty funny like it's yeah well it's I, like, I, I like the premise i was recently on a work trip and it happened to be in vegas and uh it's a weird thing because you you're you know you're with the casino and you oh have an God. open bar everywhere you go every night but you also have to go to like conference stuff the next day crazy so what they would call what my like my other co-workers would call a person that could stay out all night drink casino <laughs> gamble and then come oh and wake God. up with them they're like they're pros that's what they are <laughs> and that for me that was very fascinating because i was like how does that person do this so you're kind of watching that. And they're not twenty, right? No, these they're are not these are older, much older people, and obviously they've Maybe been they're doing trained it. better. They just figured out a way to do it. Oh so God. it's two things. It's like the person who is like that would probably like this show because yeah. it is it relates to their life. Or if you have friends or, or family, yeah, yeah. If you're related to it, or someone like me who's very curious and can't imagine how they're able to function, like because these were people that were, you know, they did their jobs. That's why they were there. Right. So, so I was like, how do they, how do they do this? Because I'm sure oh if they do it there, they do it everywhere. You know, it's really interesting. So I'd, I'd be interested in seeing that. It's yeah, it's really cool style. It's it's something that you've never seen any in any other Korean shows. Okay, next up, drama. I'm trying to be, Good one. be drama. mindful of uh, time. Yeah, absolutely. You still got to get through um, twelve. No, see eight more, nine more. Stop the calculation. We're going straight to drama. <laughs> okay, so. There's so many genre. I mean, also the genre drama is very broad. Yeah. But um. That's kind of our normal bread and butter. So. Right, and especially for Korean dramas, so the genre drama of Korean drama, it's kind of difficult to pick up few, but, like I said, I looked at the ratings, um, people's comment and popularity using different online communities. Mm-hmm. Um, I picked The Light in Your Eyes. Hmm. I watched the first episode a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And I felt like this is going to trigger something in me. Mm. Like, too emotional. So I only watched the first episode. And I'll probably go back and finish it. But that was 2019. And it's been, what, four, four years, years? And I keep hearing about the show. Like, people still talk about it. Really? And I think one of the reasons is because of the two main actresses. Mm. One is Han Ji-min, who was in your favorite, Spring Night. Um, 
the other one is Kim Heja. She's also in Our Blues. Mm, She's one okay. of the like Korean's mothers. Yeah. Everyone's mother. So you know, acting script and everything. It also has this element of kind of time slip. Okay. So you're kind of like. Is that the one where she is turns into a seventy eight year old woman? Yeah, or vice versa. Or vice versa. She goes back and forth. Yeah. That's confusing. But yeah, really cool. But it's, I mean, I don't think it's like as sci fi as some of other times. That's really just a small part of the show. And I think this is a lot more like emotional and makes you think about your life and serious drama. Yeah. So I watched the first episode a little bit and then I was like, oh, I can't watch it right now. So I stopped it. But I am planning to go back and finish it. Although I kind of know the story, I do want to watch it. The next drama that I highly, highly recommend, especially if you like My Mister, if that's kind of your type of drama. That's my kind of drama. This one is called Lost. Oh, I've seen Lost a couple times already. <laughs> Lots of seasons. How many, like it's 10 seasons? It's also my seasons? favorite, but no, I'm not talking about that Lost. Okay. Nobody's stranded on an island. Although in this show, Korean Lost... They're kind of stranded out of life. So Korean title, if I were to translate directly, it's like failed, failed at being human. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of lost. Yeah, basically. Um, failed lost. at being human. Wow. Failed. Yeah. So it's a story of a woman who's about 40-ish, but it's played by Jeon Do-yeon, who won the best actress in Ken. Hmm. Um, she's one of the best, one of few top best actresses in Korea. Korea. How old is she? She's, I think, actually 50-ish now. I mean, she looks about 30, wow. probably. Um, but it's her story. Um, you know, it's really hard to say it. So there's an element of... I don't know. It's it's really it's hard to describe this one. Kind of okay. like a my mister. You have to watch it. Yeah, watch an episode or it's, two. It's dark. Um, there is some hope, but it's very realistic, dark. I think if you are, uh, if you're having a hard time, career wise, uh, love wise, your love life, friendship, all of that, uh, family, you're gonna relate to this. Gotcha. It's called Lost, and it's on Amazon Prime. Okay, nice. Easy to find it. And of course, I'm still recommending all of No Hee Kyung writer's show, including Our Blues and everything she's written. So that's my drama recommendation. Next up is fantasy. Okay, fantasy. There are quite a few fantasy shows out there. So fantasy is a genre that's gotten really popular recently in Korea. Yeah. So I'm saying like, like recently, you, meaning like... Last 10 years? Yeah, or even like five, I would say. Like, That's something that you watched a lot of when you were younger, right? Well, again, like, you know, this costs a lot of money. Yeah. So you have to have a big uh, capital to start. They, they probably didn't make a lot of those back then. Right. And, you know, it's something that also requires certain type of writers. Yeah. You know? But they're doing really well, I think. There are a lot of fantasy shows that I had to pick out from. We already did The King, right? Yeah. The King the was a King. good fantasy show. That was good. So this is something that I haven't watched yet, but I know it's really good. 
because they made the second season. It's called Uncanny Encounter. Hmm. Okay. I, I actually did watch the first episode. Yeah, I watched four or five episodes. It was good. So they made the first season in 2020. The second season just came out, I think, like a few weeks ago, a month ago. Um, I feel like I'm the only one haven't finished this. Yeah. Because I think everyone watched it, and I, I am planning to watch it. It was just a little. Uh, yeah. It, it was just a little scary. So, but I, I I am gonna watch it. I know it's not like horror scary. Right. It's more of like. Well, it's grounded in stuff we know. It's it's heaven and hell. Yeah. And these four like special fighters kind of work for. Right. The bad evil. They kind of work for heaven. Right. But they're also kind of independent in a way. Yeah, and they have different like they each have kind of different powers kind of thing. Yeah. as to how to solve whatever it is they're solving. So yeah. it's getting souls. In the the right two of the actors in the show, the older ones. Yeah. There's one guy and then the woman. They're really good. Yeah, so they are. I do want to watch it. And you've seen them a lot in yeah. a lot of different stuff. Another fantasy show that I am the only one who haven't watched, kind of, is called Alchemy of Souls. And this one, I do okay. want to watch it. I just haven't got to it. I saw the title uh, pop up, but I didn't know whether it would be good or not. Um, this also has second two seasons, and oh. second one just came out. Wow. Um, and in fact, like they didn't even really take that much time off, because the first one came out just last year. Yeah. And the second one either just came out or is going to be released in like a few weeks. And the main actor in this show, yeah. the main guy, uh, E, what's his name? E Jeuk, I think. He's pretty good. He's young, yeah. but I think his acting's pretty solid. He was in the show that I covered way earlier in my show. Um, I'll find you on a beautiful day. Oh, which wow. is on Netflix now as when the weather is fine. Not the main one, So Gangjun. He Ejeok is his friend. He's good. He's really good. So I do want to watch Alchemy of Souls. And also, what was the episode that you previewed that show? I covered that show in my fourth episode. Wow, that was like almost a year ago. Yeah, so if you want to learn more about that one, go to... Yeah, oh, when the Weather is Fine. What Should I Watch? It's such a good one. Episode four. Was that Mary? Or is that me? That was you. Okay. Next up is historic drama. Oh, nice. This is an interesting one. One of my favorite categories. There are actually a lot of historic dramas. This yeah. is one of... Um, this is Korea drama strength. Historically. Mostly <laughs> Joseon Dynasty. No, there are or some like other like... ones... No, just in general, like history, Korea has always been making history dramas. Okay. And in fact, they used to do a lot more back in the day, back Mm -hmm. when I was younger and living in Korea. When you turn on TV, one of the main, um, one of the main channels were always doing like history dramas. And I'm talking about like, you know, 56 episodes or like 60 episodes. Like some of those history dramas would run for an entire year. Interesting. And, um, yeah, and they spend a lot of money. Some of those shows are really well made, even when I watch it now again. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's really well done. And they were, a lot of times, they were trying to be based on a lot of true history. Yeah, it's right? not like fake history drama. Yeah. So I think the biggest difference is that now, they're still making a lot of history dramas, but they're sort of like fan, what do you call it? Like history fiction? 
Yeah. Fictional history? There's a like subgenre they name it. Kind of like a Da Vinci Code. You know, Da Vinci Code is semi based on this historical fact, but it's like yeah, I mean, mixed with the fictional. The story element. is not real, but yes, there are facts, right? Yeah. Yes. I forgot I what it's called, but there's a called. like subgenre yeah. called. But so that's what's popular nowadays. Um, cool. Like Alchemy of Souls, that's completely just uh, based on like this uh, imaginary historical world mm. it's kind of like historical it looks that when you look at the artwork and stuff it looks yeah. like it's historic shows but it's actually set in the imaginary um old asian time oh okay. that's not real but yeah now <laughs> a lot of shows are kind of like semi-fictional semi based on historical fact but korea used to a lot more of like just straight up history um, huh. shows so uh, and, in uh, America, they similarly did things like uh, they called a miniseries. Oh. So it was like uh, six episodes you'd watch on network. Mm. Uh, so Monday through Thursday or something like that. Huh. It'd be for an hour and a half every night on the same channel. It's like, oh, this week we have a special miniseries on, on the Civil War or whatever it was. <laughs> and it was this drama about true people, but it was dramatic, you know. Oh. I'm pretty sure that you would call that like a historical drama. Hmm. Yeah, it's the opposite. Whenever Korea makes these history dramas, it's always like 20-something, 40-something. Wow. I remember there was one show that was about how um, um, how Joseon was established. Mm-hmm. I think that ran for like a year. Well, you have a lot more history too. So. Well, yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> so out of all those shows... I had to pick one, right. and I'm sure not just me, a lot of people would pick this if you ask Koreans. This came out in 2003, but it was such an iconic show. You can still find this. In fact, you can watch it on Viki. Oh, have Cocoa. you told me about this one before? Maybe. It's um, it's called Daejanggum. Ah. What I kind of like about it is like, there's no English title. Yeah. It's just... That's it. You have to um, phonetically type that in. Daejanggum. D-A-E-J-A-N-G-G-E-U-M. And it has 54 episodes. Wow. And let me tell you, this one is probably the the grandparents of K-drama. Yeah. Like this became, this kind of opened the door to what K-drama became now. Right. So in Korea, we were talking about 2003-2004, I looked at some stats. This is on top with some other shows that came out in like 80s and 90s, (laughs) as for like viewer ratings. Yeah. But when you think about like 90s, there are not a lot of networks, there are not a lot of choices, so... Right, so everyone was watching the same thing. Yeah, pretty much like, you know, everybody... So the ratings are going to be pretty good. Yeah, like, it's not... And there are not a lot of productions either, so, you know, let's say there are like seven shows airing at the same time, they're just going to divide it equally, or some shows going to have more, right? Right. Um, 2000 is a little different, um, although that seems like a long time ago, but still... In 2003 and four, this recorded over 50% of viewer rating. Wow. Meaning literally 50% of Korean household was watching this real time. The story is about this royal palace cook. Hmm. And it's a real story. So her story is recorded in the 
the, in the archives the, yeah in the archive and I guess she's just born with you know good taste good sense of taste and mm-hmm. good skill you know some people are just talented yeah and she was recognized with the talent and she basically helped a lot to establish what King's Meal should be mm. and not just the taste wise but also she worked with um, medicine men or doctors mm-hmm. back then to kind of make the balanced meal nice what helps with the um, you know let's say the king was sick but like if the king has cold versus if king is you know like having like um, diarrhea or you know different types of issues so she would create this king's meal according to health and also change of seasons when you think about you know back then we're talking you know 14th century 15th century long time ago 500 right um, thousands of years ago you know you don't really find apple during the summer right you know apple is supposed to grow into kind of cool weather so you know you have to think about the seasonal food and all this stuff and so she kind of took a holistic approach to yeah. you know really making sure the food was the right season, the freshest, and what was best for whatever the ailments of. Yeah. Well, you know, we take a lot of that for granted now because it's, we've yeah. made such an art out of it. But right. just eating things in season, like, that's a pretty common thing now. Right. But someone had to kind of figure that out. So I feel like, personally, I think this show needs to be rewatched by a lot of people. Right. Because now Korean food is such a, like, it's the hot item. Like, yeah. you know, it's a very popular thing. So you can learn about so, Korean food. Right? Yeah, you can learn about it. And also it's different types of Korean food. I feel like a lot of people still think of Korean food as a Korean barbecue. But, yeah. like, meat is such a rarity in, like, Korean food, even to this day. Like, right. people don't really eat meat like that. Right. You know, that's why when you watch Korean dramas, if it's special day, everybody's like, let's go eat meat, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think you can see wide range of Korean food in the show. Of course, it's going to look a little different than modern Korean food. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you can still learn about a lot about Korean food. And, you know, now there are so many mukbangs you watch on YouTube and stuff. But this is like the beginning of mukbang. Yeah. (laughs) Or like cooking show. So... Well, to be clear, the Korean... uh, The King's Meal is many many courses many different right. types of foods and it's presented in a certain way looks a certain way tastes a certain way yeah and you have to kind of experience it to understand it so um it's not you're not going to find many places like that in america that are going to serve the king's meal yeah it's very but unique it's really, even the really dishes cool. they serve in it's made with certain type of metal so you yeah. can see if it's poisoned or not because the dish and utensils going to change color right. it's poisoned it's and, crazy the stuff they thought about yeah um so this one became so popular internationally when K-drama, things like just the term K-drama didn't even exist. So what happened is that for some reason, this was really popular in Iran. Nice. And it said 70% was average view rating in Iran. <laughs> Maybe it was the only channel they could get. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but I looked it up and it, it said uh, um, a lot of like Iranian like um, virtue and value they um, you know practice in daily life mm-hmm. kind of lined up with the you know old time Korean yeah. very conservative styles and a lot of um, I don't know I, I mean I can see that yeah I can, I can see, see that how, connection yeah you know well, I read this book um, the House of Fog what yeah. was it called um, yeah 
Yeah, they made that movie out of that. They made a House movie of Sand and House Fog. Sand and Fog you know? That was a story about Iranian immigrant. Right. And I loved the book. I didn't like the movie as much. But when I was reading it, I could understand the the old Iranian immigrant, like where right. he's coming from. Like I could totally, you know, yeah, relate to his emotion. Yeah. yeah. So I can understand. When I read that, like how this show was popular in Iran, I was like, yeah, I can see that. It's funny because you're talking about a society of Iran in 2000. <laughs> that relates to a society in Korea <laughs> from five, like five thousand years before. <laughs> that's how. That's how. Uh, that's how that lines up. That's pretty interesting. And apparently, I'm. I'm just talking like some of the surprising factors of international popularity. So this was also popular in Romania. Mm. And I guess there's a, a public network channel called TVR. It's probably not how it's pronounced. TV Romania. Oh, maybe TVR. that's what it is. TVR. So I guess they're about to go bankrupt. TVR is about to go bankrupt. Yeah. And whoever... Got an exciting new show from Korea. It's going to no, save our public network. They probably didn't know what they were doing, but right. they just decided to buy this and then start airing it. That's awesome. And literally everybody in Romania started watching it, <laughs> and it actually saved the channel network. Saved. That's great. So... I guess TBR still exists, but really this was the reason that TBR made a lot of profit off of to save the company. So this is a great show. That's what we're that's what we're saying. Yeah. Especially if you're Iranian or Romanian, <laughs> any of the Anians. Or if you <laughs> if you're an Anian, you're gonna love this. Oh my god. Yeah. Or if you like Korean food, um, really just check it out. There's nothing like this. Um, the main actress who played Dejanggum. Yi Young Eh, um, she's. I mean, I I personally think she's the most beautiful Korean woman. Hmm. I wonder if Albanians enjoy her. <laughs> you mean Romanian? <laughs> no, I'm just thinking of more Anians. Oh. <laughs> Albanians, Iranians, Romanians. Oh All right, what's next? Next category. Next up is horror. Okay, that's your favorite. It's not my specialty. No. So, just FYI, the ones that I'm going to mention in this horror category are not verified by me, but more like verified by other viewers, which is probably more accurate. Horror fans. Um, when I think of a horror Korean show, the very first thing that it's almost like a my knee reflex, mm-hmm. the very first thing that comes to my mind is called... The guest. Okay, is that the English name? The guest. Yeah, and okay. it's also a Korean name too. The guest. This one, I watched first episode, maybe like fifty minutes or so, right? One episode. It took me like. It took me a few months to wash it out. Hmm. It's still like sometimes I think about it so when it I try to go to. You, sp- huh? I mean, this came out in twenty eighteen. Wow. And I don't think I watched the first episode in 2018. I think I watched a few years later. But even to this day, sometimes when I'm trying to go to sleep, mm-hmm. I think about... I, I'm I'm trying not to think about, but it right. comes to my mind. And, and I usually have hard time sleeping. It scares sleep. you. Yeah. So you can tell I definitely didn't finish this show, but it's it's really well made. Or, or so it says. Well, if you like horror... Then that's the kind of thing. This that is you're the kind of horror in. that, like, ghost horror. 
like okay. spiritual, right. not like a monster or that's not, like, and that's what you, that's what bothers you is yeah, the ghosts, yeah, ghosts and spirits and stuff like that. And so, in short, this is some this has something to do with exorcism. Okay. So there are some band of brothers, Catholic priest, um, but it goes more than that. It's not just priests going around like right. practicing exorcism and stuff like that. It's just, and what I read is that. It's pretty like inspiring, I guess, because of the stories of these people being captured or mm. devil, bewitched, whatever, however you want to call. Um, I guess the story is pretty inspiring or like sad or like, you know, there's very human thing about that. But I don't know. Regardless, I can't watch it. Like <laughs> the first episode was enough. Wow. Like, yeah. So if you like horror... I know Halloween's coming up. It is. Definitely check out The Guest on Netflix. And also, I know Revenant came out this year. Uh, Kim Terry, the mm. girl of Mr. Sunshine, is the main actress in it. Revenant was really popular. Everybody watched it but me. I can't watch that. It's same type of horror. It's like mm. a spirit ghost kind of horror. Right. That's what Korea is good at. Or you create when Koreans think of horror, that's what they think about. Instead right. of like a monster and stuff like that. And um, I also want to throw in this movie. It's not a Korean show, but it's a movie that came out in 2016. We actually watched this together. Yeah. It's called The Wailing. Oh, it's okay. also about somebody. That's the caged up person in the in out back, and the, they escape. Or you remember that? Is that The Wailing? <sighs> There's like uh, there was like a little shack behind the house and it was like oh no that was something else that was a, that yeah. was a movie right yeah that was a movie too that stayed with me for sure oh really <laughs> I don't remember what the name of that was that one's called yeah I can't think of the name uh, but I'm gonna look it up and put it in the description the perfect episode description so tell me about the whaling whaling is the one that's um, you know it's a small country country village and Hmm. And then there's a guy who keeps saying, like, you know, some spirits in this house or in this village. Hmm. So they have to do, like, this shaman ceremony kind of thing. And then... Okay. I don't know if I remember. That's okay, though. You don't have to tell. You don't have to spoil it. This is, like, it's something. It's just the the vibe is so creepy and... Yeah. It takes place (sighs) back... A different time period, right? Or is it? No, it's, it's not like a period yeah, it's just now? really remote country okay. village. Gotcha. But yeah, whaling definitely still stays with me. Um, Sounds like a good one then. That was a movie, right? Yeah. Okay. So whaling is movie, but I just wanted to throw that in there. Also, last one. This one is sort of horror, but also kind of like thriller. I feel like it could be horror. Okay. Um just came out about a month or two ago it's called mask girl it's on netflix the artwork mm-hmm. on netflix is so bizarre it's like somebody just like a close-up shot of mask mm-hmm. somebody wearing mask um i wasn't interested in watching this not because the artwork looks weird but just like mask girl or whatever like it's <laughs> kind of sounding like either comedy or whatever so i wasn't gonna watch it but right. i kept reading about this online yeah and the story was really interesting, so I watched it. Okay. I finished in two days. All of it? 
Yeah. Wow. Although, although I think there were only eight episodes. Okay. Or maybe six. But still, like, I just watched it in two days. And the reason I could say this is horror is because the entire episode, every single episode is really dark. Yeah. And gruesome. Huh. And even when there is no blood, it's just... All the characters are so, like, off. Yeah. Um, they're very uncomfortable... Um, make you just I don't know this this is really creepy just maybe not necessarily like horrific but right just makes you feel really uncomfortable yeah no that's but that's something that's a type of right horror for sure and but also at the same time it gives you really a good it leaves us with the question like because it has something to do with the look you know we're living in the century like Korea is extreme but also in America and every, pretty much everywhere in the world look is a lot you know right you talk about all kinds of plastic surgery, but not just plastic surgery. You know, people will judge you based on what you wear, how you look, and, you know. Right. Or in what you're posting on social media. Right, exactly. That so that's the message in this show. And I do really recommend the show um, just for the message. But it is pretty gruesome. Um, in fact, I think this might be 18 and over. Mm. Um, yeah. Awesome. If you like horror, uh, thriller, something just really. Perfect. <laughs> uncomfortable stuff do watch this okay change of the vibe next up musical musical so Koreans love musical huh musical theater okay um, a lot of musical theater actors the stage actors and actresses they're like big celebrities okay I don't um, think I've ever seen a Korean musical that's the thing they don't necessarily make musical <laughs> movies or TV right. shows but they love it but they love it, like musical. I mean, in general, like Koreans well, love yeah, you know, singing, the, right? Dancing, the TV shows they're all singing, plus the all the like, audition shows, stuff like that, and the karaoke. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely it's, it's in embedded the in the culture. Yeah, yeah, for sure, I can see that. But just for some reason, they never made into movies or TV shows. But there is one that just came out last year called "The Sound of Magic." Okay. So this is literally what you call like kind of like a Mamma Mia. But it's TV shows, so there are six episodes. And Ji Chang-wook, the main actor, is a really big, famous actor. Um, yeah, if you like music. Um, and also, this is something kind of like a fantasy also. Okay. So a story of some magician and something fantastic element. So Surreal let me element. ask you this. Yeah. Do, do Koreans watch a lot of like um, shows made in India? <laughs> no because they're always like yeah they always say no but um yeah the bollywood is not bollywood that is not popular, popular but all the other like musical movies yeah. that come out of like hollywood or um some other like, okay countries, so more american style yeah just all the musical Western stuff style, uh, yeah. i know mama mia the movie yeah, is sure. huge. huge like yeah so people love cool. musical so do check out the sound of magic uh it's on netflix um, also, there are only six episodes, so if you're uh, tight on time, you can finish it real quick. Yeah, that's easy. And next musical show is not necessarily like a musical theater musical, mm -hmm. but this is sort of like mentioned when it comes to like a music yeah. in TV shows. And also my personal favorite musical show, um, it's called Sacred Affair. Okay. I know the title is really cheesy and <laughs> sounds like soap opera. 
Um, I mean, I don't know. Maybe the story is kind of like soap opera, but ba- I mean, in short, the story is about you know this really famous pianist or two pianists um, having feelings for each other, and the woman is a lot older. The guy okay. is barely twenty years old. Um, and they're going to sing about the fact that they want to be together, <laughs> right? I can see it already. So that's you know really kind of short summary, but you know it's very. Did you watch? Yeah, I watched the um, main actor who plays the twenty-year-old pianist who's never been educated and yeah. uh, who's just genius, born with the talent. He's now going through some tough time because he got charged with a bunch of drug issues and stuff like that. Mm. Um, drug is illegal in Korea, including marijuana and all right. the other whatever drugs you can think of. So he's going through some tough time, but he is such a phenomenal actor. The way he played the character in the show was just. Like it blew me away, and the fact that he's not a pianist, he never played piano in like actually in his right. real life, but he had to learn a little I bit. I think, I think the way he acted the pianist. Yeah. I mean, a lot of actors play uh, piano, like learn how to fake play piano, right? But I played piano seriously for a very long time, right? And I think he did it best. Nice. Like including Hollywood actors, any shows that I've watched. So this is more piano than singing, or both? So the music in this show, Secret Affair, is classical music. Okay, good. And classical cool. music is popular in Korea. Right. Um, if you went to music school or if you know any Asians around you, you probably know they all know how to play violin, piano, and all they this stuff. They started young, and it's, yeah, it's big um, in the culture. But still, like, you know, that doesn't mean Koreans are knowledgeable. All right. Koreans are knowledgeable, but all the music they played in this show got really popular mm. to the public. So, you know, for example, there's a um, Tchaikovsky concerto they play. Um, there's a couple of Rachmaninoff, um, which is pretty difficult. And there's a um, Mozart variations. And, you know, all those shows, all those music got really popular. Um, and it carries like special meaning depending mm. on their emotions and state right. they're in. So, yeah, really well, well coordinated. Cool. The musicals um, that you're talking about, how often are we like, breaking into musical numbers is it a lot of times each episode you mean in secret affair or the either one um the sound of magic i think there are a couple songs in each episode yeah okay so Um, maybe two three times they're gonna break out yeah okay that that one sound of magic is actually like yeah you break into full on yeah dancing song musical numbers yeah something like you actually watch musical act and then the drama is the secret affair is like just you know because this woman is teaching this young genius kid so either they're practicing together or he's playing playing or something so it's kind of integrated in the story that's cool but really really cool okay next up is one of my specialties Mystery. Hmm, mystery. Oh, this ought to be good. There are so many. Um, I think mystery, um, I think mine definitely comes to my mind. We covered every single episode, over six episodes. Um, Another one that was really popular, but I haven't watched. I watched like, I watched throughout, kind of skipped here and there because I was like crunching on time. I was watching so many things at the same time. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It's called The Flower of Evil. Hmm. So nice in short title. summary, this is basically a wife suspecting whether her husband is murderer or not. Oh. And whether he's living a double life or not. Gotcha. So he's gone or whatever, and 
She's so he's like a, he's supposed to be like an artist, but maybe uh-huh. that's a cover up. Right. And as a wife, you don't know if you're safe. Right. So it's kind of like yeah, it's it's really well written. The story cool. is pretty cool. Um, and I just had to throw this one in here. Decision to leave. It's a movie. Decision to leave. That came out last year. Uh-huh. It's directed by the great Korean director Park Chan-wook, who made Old Boy. Yeah, I remember watching that. That was really powerful. Yeah, I mean, in short, basically a cop is investigating a case, and a cop thinks the wife killed the husband, yeah. not an accident. But also, cop kind of started having feelings for this woman. Yeah. And you don't know if the woman is lying. And as a viewer, you don't know if she's lying. Yeah, you don't know. And I mean, the ending is perfect. And I just, yeah, this movie was so powerful. Yeah. And it's it's really really great mystery. I think that the genre mystery fits perfect in this show, in this movie. Do you feel like there's a lot of mysteries, a lot of Korean drama mysteries? Oh yeah, yeah. I think yeah, they're really popular. Since this is your genre, so. And I think that's why I only picked two because there were so many. I was There's so many, like, yeah. Filtering out, yeah. So I picked Flower of Evil, and then I was like, maybe I throw in Decision to Leave, Honorary Mention, or something. <laughs> Next up is not my strength, it's romance. <laughs> so I think I do watch a lot of shows that has romance in it, right? But straight up romance is not my strength. I don't gotcha. watch a lot of romance. So I had to dig a lot. There's a classic romance TV show that kind of like really got a lot of people into this world of Korean drama. It's called Boys Over Flower. Mm. Came out a long time ago, but I think this is still on Netflix. Or if not, it's this is pretty much everywhere. You can easily find this. Um, it's now like a classic, Boys Over Flower. The t- title says it all, so check it out. The next romance show I recommend is called Love Alarm. Love Alarm. Okay. That sounds like an American title. Oh, yeah. Kind of is. So this was really popular. So they made first one and the season two also. The main actor in this show is also in the drama we covered. Nabilera. Oh, okay. The ballerino story. Yeah. The ballerino. He plays the ballerino? Yeah, so one. he's also the one that plays um, that play the main actor in this show. And speaking of the ballerino show, it's covered in my episode 32, A Dream Deferred. Check it out. It's a, such a great show, Nabilera. So Love Alarm is basically a story of, um, like, there's an app, so it like rings if a guy if you like somebody and then the, the person kind of comes uh, close to you like the phone rings hmm. or like somebody has feelings for you like it yeah. comes in. so it like you can tell like somebody has feelings or like it's easier for you oh, to tell so the app can figure out that yeah. this person has feelings for me yeah huh that's some good technology right so it's such a good setup to be like a good Romance drama, right? Yeah. yeah. You're going to get into all kinds of little twists and yeah. trouble if that's that's what happens. The reason I found about this drama is that I saw this on Netflix, but I never like watched it. Yeah. But when I like looked up Song Gang, the mm-hmm. actor who played the ballerino, 
Like everybody mentioned, like, oh, he's the guy in Love Alarm, Love Alarm, and like everybody saw him in Love Alarm. So, so like, everyone okay. saw it. That yeah, <laughs> except me. So <laughs> that reminds me of uh, an old movie called uh, Love Potion Number no. Nine. Isn't it a song? Love it Potion Number no. Nine. Yeah, but it's a movie with uh, Sandra Bullock. Oh my god! And really? Tate Donovan. This was way before she was even popular. But they stumble across this lotion, this, sorry, this potion, <laughs> that when you wear it, it makes everyone like you? go crazy. Yeah, but wow. it's, it's, it's a male and a female that discover it together. Oh. And there's rules. If you talk, then the person instantly becomes attracted to you. Oh, my God. So when they're together, they can't talk to each other. Oh. So if I'm wearing it, like, he's like, oh, are you, yeah, I can't talk to you. Otherwise, if I do, you're going to fall under the spell. So they experiment. They're like scientists. They experiment like, oh, after <laughs> after 30 seconds, I was enthralled by this person. Um, but wow. that's really interesting. It's like a mechanism kind of like this, what you're talking about. Wow. It just reminded me of that. I don't know. Anyway, let's go on. Romance. What else? All right. The last romance. What's wrong with Secretary Kim that came out in 2018? This is also really, really popular. That sounds familiar. I, I'm still... I think it's still on Netflix. If not, it's definitely on Viki. What's wrong with Secretary Kim? Who does that have in it? It has Park Seo-jun, who is also in another show that I covered, uh, Fight My Way, mm. about the dream. In my episode 31, Fight My Way, Park Seo-jun, who played a boxer, he's in this one. What's wrong with Secretary Kim? Also, the girl is, again, in When the Weather is Fine. I think I remember seeing the ad for this one, but I don't, I don't remember what it's about. Is this a secretary or like? It's a secretary. Okay, Secretary Kim sounds like a, an official title in the government. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong? So this is like romance, also like romantic comedy. Okay. So very typical, like l- light, Good. heartfelt. Love that. Yeah, something you like. I do. All right, next up, sci-fi. I was so surprised there were so many sci-fi shows. Again, this is not something that was popular. It was popular, but they didn't make a lot of sci-fi yeah. shows back. They probably Some watched like, a lot, but yeah. didn't make a lot. But now there are a lot of webtoons, TV shows, movies, right. a lot of sci-fi. Um, I, a lot of shows that I covered is also kind of sci-fi, um, like yeah. The Hell and, yeah. you know. But there's one that's called Are You Human? That came out in 2018. Okay. This has Seo Jun, who's also in When Weather Is Fine. I feel like I'm a like promotion person. Well, the... they're uh, you know, they're good shows. Then then you're gonna have a lot of the same people. Yeah. I think that's one of my just to throw that in. That's one of my favorite parts about watching a new show. Mm. Is because you recognize some of that. I recognize yeah. so many, and they keep popping up. You're like, oh, I remember that from that so-and-so. And, oh, I remember. And then, like you talk about often, you say the contrast of how this person acted versus how they acted in this show. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing to see the transformation. Yeah, yeah. And then you end up liking that person, and you want to see what else they watch. Yeah. Or, so, sorry, you want to see what else they're in. <laughs> so, yeah, are you human? Are um, you human? This is really interesting. I, I watched like a review, kind of like a s- summary. Yeah. A lot of those like videos on YouTube. Like, yeah. Yeah, Are You Human? This is re- really interesting. And another sci-fi that I recommend um, just came out like literally like a few weeks ago. It's called Moving. Okay. 
this is supposed to be on Disney. Yeah. And I don't think it's on uh, like American Disney yet,、mm. but I'm sure it will be. Somebody's going to pick this up, like Hulu, Amazon, Netflix, or somebody. Right.、Um, so this is new. Very, very new. Like came out、uh, about a month ago.、Um, let me just read the quick、uh, one-liner of this movie: "The quiet lives of three high school students with genetic ship." Oh my God! Genetic superhuman abilities turn upside down when a mysterious organization starts to hunt them down one by one. This one has really good actors in it. Yeah. Really great actors.、Um, it it did so well in Korea, so I think a lot of people joined Disney app、oh, just, just to, to watch, watch movie. Oh, just to watch it. <laughs>、um, I watched it on the dark web. Um, I didn't actually finish it yet, but yeah, I can definitely tell somebody's gonna pick this up in America. Nice. Okay, we have two more to go. Sports. What sports? Guess what? There are so many sports shows in Korea. Yeah. I mean, we covered, covered stove baseball. league. Yeah, stove league, baseball. But、um, yeah, there are so many sports、Prison、shows.、Break. We I also covered with Mary about this、uh, weightlifting lift, girl.、Mm. Um, Check out my episode fifteen, Beauty and the Beast. That's about weightlifting fairy Kim Bokju.、Um, that's about like, you know, the sports specialized university.、Um, there's weightlifting team and there's a swimming team. Right. There was one show called Run On. Yeah, that's that too. Yeah, he's trying he's to a, be like a. He's an Olympic like、right. Korean national、yeah. runner or whatever. So, what sport is this show about? Well, there are a lot of shows. I think the difference is that like run on it has character,、it's、yeah, like athletic character. But these shows that I'm talking about is like full, like all、sports. about sports, like、yeah. Ted Lasso or something. Yeah,、um, Stove League is like that. It's about baseball team, right?、Um, fair、uh, weightlifting fairy was about like semi Olympic trial teams、mm-hmm. of different types of sports.、Um, the one I want to highlight is called Racket Boys. I actually watched this. Real time when、oh, I was in Korea、cool. two years ago.、Um, yeah, it's about tennis. Okay. And it, what's cool about this one is it's、uh, like little kids. Oh. Not like little kids, but they're like middle school. Yeah.、Um, and it's about this school in like remote area. Okay. And the school is about to close because there are not a lot of students, and you know the school used to be really good at、um, tennis. Okay. But they haven't like done anything, and you know, so it's it's really just heartfelt good yeah, story. Yeah, sounds like a feel good、yeah. kind of story. And then like it's kind of nice to see these young actors and yeah. So yeah, I this is on Netflix, so easy to watch. So、uh, like Racket comeback,、Boys. comeback story, heartfelt, yeah. yeah, underdog. You know, back when I was a little, there was this call, the last game, last victory, something like that.、Mm-hmm. I mean, I was in like I was really, really young in elementary school, and I'm sure I didn't look up, but I'm sure the viewer rating was really high for this one, and it was about basketball. Oh, cool! In Korea, yeah, and the actors in the show was like they were like Brad Pitt for Korean、oh. kids. Yeah, I wasn't like I wasn't like that, but I don't like all my friends at school. Like、yeah. they always talk about them, and then you know back like you have like. Posters of these celebrities、yeah. and like yeah. yeah, all my friends had like posters and like、wow. photos they carry with them. Young heartthrobs. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, I just never had that until I saw Jude Law. <laughs> But um, yeah, there are a lot of sports show. Um, there's also something called Going to You at a Speed of 493 Kilometer. Racing. What a crazy title, right? That is a crazy. Guess、title. what that's about. Is it racing? Uh, no. I don't know. Space. What's what's similar to tennis? Uh, badminton. Yeah. Oh. So I guess four hundred ninety-three kilometer is the speed of a badminton bird. Yeah, shuttlecock. Shuttlecock. So、Birdie. this came out last year.、Um, I watched like quick summary review. It's good. I I don't think this did well、yeah. for whatever reason, but the actors are good.、Um, the girl in extracurricular, the crazy girl. Is、yeah. in it? Okay.、Um, she's completely different. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but、uh, yeah, highly recommend Racket Boys、cool. on Netflix. The last one, my specialty, thriller. Thriller. This is the stuff that you need to be entertained by because you don't really want to. Dig into store. You want to be thrilled, right? That's what a thriller is. It's exciting.、Uh, it's fun to watch. There's sometimes adventure. Yeah. So what you got? The first one is something that probably everyone watched, but me. And I don't. I didn't need to like look up if it's actually good because I know it was like on international Netflix、mm. ranking. Gotcha. It's called The Glory. Okay. I saw that on yeah. I saw yeah, it. On, I haven't watched it yet. It's a new one of the writer who made King,、um, The Goblin, and all、nice. those shows. Mr. Sunshine. It's her newest one. It's it did really well. It, it is still viewed internationally. I don't know for some reason I don't watch it.、Um, it's <laughs> about school bully and stuff like that and、yeah. like revenge. Okay.、Um, Oh, okay. So they go back and get revenge on their classmates, right? Something like that. Yeah. I、That's、just,、right. I'm personally not、that. a fan of this main actress. Okay. Song Hye Kyo. Yeah. Um, that's really the only reason I didn't start it, but I don't know. Maybe eventually I'll watch it. But story wise, I know it's solid. Um, anything made by this writer Kim Eun Soo is gonna be solid. The next one that I watched. And do think it's really good. It's called Beyond Evil, that came out in twenty twenty one. Oh, is that the Korean title? Korean title is Monster. Monster, Beyond. But I think this is one of the few shows that I think English title is better. Beyond Evil. Yeah. yeah. Um. In short, it's a cop show. Okay. But it's not investigation show. Yeah. They're not trying to like solve anything like that. Um. I mean, there's a case, yeah, but it's more of like, yeah, it's about human nature. Okay, well, Beyond Evil is、uh, the Nietzsche, ah,、oh. the book、uh, Beyond the Question. Not just him, but it was something that was a philosophical topic at the time, and he was posing it as beyond good and evil, ah,、oh. as、wow. opposed to the dichotomy of just. People being good or people being bad, so does it touch on that? Yeah. Yeah. So it's beyond、uh, go beyond the good and the evil, right? 
We're learn not, something every day. We're not that simple, right? Yeah. It's more than just that. Wow. So beyond, that's the right word if that's what they're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So, but monster, that sounds like, oh, maybe one of these guys is not beyond evil. I mean, it just kind of sounds like... super evil. <laughs> yeah, it just sounds like, you know, really bad criminal, something yeah. like that, you know, but... He's no, a monster. Um, the main actor in the show. Yeah. Uh, Shin Ha-gyun, he's such a good actor. He doesn't do a lot of TV shows, which mm. is why he's probably not... Uh, he probably doesn't look familiar to a lot of international viewers, but he's he's one of those serious actors. Okay, so, so he's a big movie star, but oh, not, yeah. doesn't do a lot of TV. Yeah. Gotcha. And the last thriller that I recommend, I haven't watched it, but I know this is this is one of the few newer dramas that are up there as far as viewer ratings. Yeah. With all the shows that came out in like 1990s, uh-huh. the record like 40%, 50%. Yeah. This came out in 2020 and it's on top like 5, 10 list of viewer ratings. Wow. It's called The World of the Married. Okay. I've mentioned this in a few different episodes before. Right. Um, basically a story of two married couple or one married couple to men and women. Um, in short, basically, the guy shitted on her, the wife. Um, but it goes more than that. And apparently, this is a remake of a British show of Dr. Foster. Dr. Foster? Mm-hmm. That's the British show title. Oh. But it's not drama. It's not romance. It's not drama. This is definitely a thriller. Okay. And I've read some comments that people got too like nervous about how the story was going so oh, they couldn't like watch it so, so that's why it's thriller <laughs> if you cool. if you do seek that kind of thrill nerve-breaking kind of story do watch this like damages yeah maybe but i think it's more than damage so. yeah so yeah this was on this was on number nine for the most viewed korean dramas wow and all the other top shows are like came out in like the 90s and stuff so you know like i said people didn't have a lot of choices as for like what to watch that night right yeah but yeah the show that came out 2020 it still did like so well almost 30 percent well is that all the categories yeah so that's it so 12 plus your throw-in adventure yeah and we got a couple for adventure so there's your b-side list (laughs) from T that will, you know, hope guide you to quite a few. And, you, you know, you have plenty of stuff to do while you're on your little break. Exactly. I had, just had another idea I, I was thinking about after you said Jude Law. Mm-hmm. So if you have any... Do the Jude Law special? I should do the Jude Law special. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> well, if he ever is in a Korean show, then, yeah, you can do a Jude Law special. Yeah, but why not? It's Jude Law. I can just do the Jude Law special, That's fine. right? You can do I'll, that. I'll just talk about all the well, Jude Law Well, here's my idea. I, if any listeners out there have watched all 52 of your episodes, for a special year now, I want them to go through and see how many episodes you mentioned Jude Law. <laughs> it's definitely more than one. It's definitely less than 52. But what's the number? That's what I want to know. So if you... Uh, if you know that, or if you've listened and you've heard her do it, then please send that information in, because I want to know. 
Well, if you yeah, if you send me an email saying this is the number of times that you mentioned Jude Law in all of your fifty-two episodes, yeah, I will send you a customized personal thank you gift. Yeah, there you go. See, you get a little prize, a little uh, year anniversary. It's our little year anniversary contest. And I'll give you a list of my dark web websites that you can watch <laughs> unlimited Korean dramas without paying that's a dime. A good, yeah, that's actually a good gift. Well, thank you for sharing all that. I appreciate it. That's uh, I'll have to narrow it down, but I definitely have some good ideas about what I should watch next. Yeah, hopefully that's enough for you to binge watch while I'm taking a little break. I think what's good about that is I have to figure out what mood I'm in, you know? Right. So yeah. I can just go, oh, do I want romance? Exactly. No. Do I want thriller? What am I in the mood for? So. Yeah. And I like that you threw in a few movies, too, because it might be nice. Yeah. Anything well, else? Well, now it's officially shorter daytime. We're getting into, we just had autumn equinox. Yeah, it's becoming fall. I did notice that um, the sun went down at like seven o'clock today. So mm. summer's over. Summer's over. The time of change. It's time to get serious. Time to get serious with my podcast. <laughs> I promise I'll be back with better contents, more fun, informative, and yeah, just better stuff. Well, thanks. Thanks for everything. Thanks for an amazing year. I appreciate it. Thank you for spending a lot of time with me all these time, all these years. No, only a year. <laughs> all these but months. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> it will turn into all these years. Yeah. And thank you, Mary. Um, for those of you who remember Mary, uh, yeah, life's tough. Things are difficult. So I couldn't really get back together after she came back from her family trip. But um, that's on my list. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank, thank you for you. listening. And um, I'll Thanks, see T. you soon. See you later. Thanks, T. Love potion number nine. I'm a siren. <laughs>